All right, my loves, before we get started today, I want to give you an idea of what's going on in the Two Wild Orchids world. First of all, our audience is shifting and it's so much fun. We started off our audience, mostly men with maybe, you know, 20% women. Now we're almost at a 50-50 split. And we're also at about a 50-50 split, as near as I can tell, between monogamous and non-monogamous. And the one thing that whatever side of the fence you play on, the one thing everybody has in common is we all have insecurities and we all have jealousies. Now, whether or not that means that, you know, you're watching your husband have sex with another woman and you're feeling a little ginchy about it, or maybe your, your wife is off on a date with an overnight with her boyfriend and you're feeling a little weird, or maybe your husband is or wife is going to the gym and they're looking hotter than you can remember and you're unhappy with yourself. If this is you, June 5th, you and I have a date. 12.30 Eastern time for $27, we're going to hang out. And by the time you get done an hour and a half later, you're going to have a really clear understanding about how not to feel that way anymore. Now, I'm not going to tell you that this 90 minutes is going to change your life forever, but I'm going to tell you it's going to plant the seed that's going to build you the tree, that's going to build you the house, that's going to make sure your life changes forever. If it doesn't, let me know. I'll give you your money back. Like, I am so not wanting this to be about money. $27 is to cover my time and my effort and my computer. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if you don't get your value, I want to give you your money back. But I do not want money to be the reason you don't get to feel like, uh, like a million bucks every day in your life. So June 5th at 1230, come see me. Go to twoaltorchids.com to register. You can also go to the Facebook group where I am posting a link to let you get to this event because it's the one thing this year you don't want to miss. FFM Productions presents Two Wild Orchids. Not your mother's podcast. So I have to tell you what I did last week. Okay. And I want to play. Might, well, you say that now. Oh. <laughs> ruh, ruh. Ruh, ruh, but you might kill me. Not, why? Because you remember all that work you did on the Unicorn Show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't hit send last week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so, well, oopsie daisies. So everyone will get a, the pleasure of two shows this week mm-hmm. because I didn't, like, you did all that great work and I went and injected and then lo and behold. It's been a crazy... <laughs> crazy fucking week though. It's so been, it's been a crazy couple weeks for yeah. us. So in advance, I apologize. You missed a really great show last week, but you can have it this week. It's a unicorn show, which was amazing. We talked about the perspective of what it's like as a couple to get a unicorn, but also what it's like for a unicorn to come to us. Mm-hmm. I'm Sean Lee. And I'm Amanda. And today we are the two wild orchids, the place you come for sex and fun and so much fucking more. Mm-hmm. And last week, as I mentioned, I forgot to release the show. So you're going to get a bonus this week of two shows, which, Yay. you know, hey, who, who doesn't want more us, really? Uh, for real. Right? I do. Okay. But in the meantime, back at the ranch, one of the things we covered last week was the idea of what happens in couples when the wife gets jealous. And I'm assuming the wife, like, let's be clear, guys, be and, guys and singles, guys and single girls and guys and single guys, they can get just as fucking jealous. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it, it is not exclusive to women, but, it, but this is the perspective I sit at, right? Mm-hmm. So when we think about like when women are getting jealous and they're, and they're having a problem with unicorns, they do this thing, which in poly is called veto power. Ah, okay. Which I think as we discussed last week in unicorns, we just called it ghosting. Yeah. Ghosting. Yeah. But it's the same thing as veto veto power says, I don't like what you're doing with him. So therefore you guys can never play again Mm -hmm. because my insecurity has now stepped up. Yep. Right. Which is bullshit. Yeah, It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. And that's one of the things I covered in there, the mm-hmm. boundaries, agreements, and rules workshop we did, which we're going to be holding another one in May because so many people have said, can I please come to that? It was because so good. You really need to come to it. It's so fucking good for real. Oh, thank you. It was really, didn't I told you that you helped me so much afterwards? I know, but it's always nice to hear. Like my little um, spirit goes, okay. yay, yay us, <laughs> right? Yeah. The reason I bring it up is we got this letter that I thought was real fascinating and I'm just going to, it's a really long letter. And so I'm going to kind of sum it up. Okay. Sure. 
But, but what she talked about was that she and this guy have been playing for like, I think she said nine months in here somewhere yeah. is they've been playing for nine months and they're doing some, the, the guy and the, and the unicorn in this case, right. Uh-huh. Are doing something that the wife is now unhappy with. Now, apparently whatever, it's, whatever it is, is a sexual act. Right. And I'm thinking maybe it's like anal sex yeah, or, may, like or maybe that. BDSM or something like she didn't tell us what they're doing, but she basically said, look, when we do this, she flips out. We thought she was okay. She's not okay. She'd been okay with it too, had she not? That's what they said. They said, and even though she'd been accepting of us doing it before for nine months. Right. Okay. Right? Okay. So. so this is classic rule 101. Like I talked about that. Rules mm-hmm. are made by emotions that are not logical, that are movable, yeah. that are debatable, and that really there's, there's, no, there's no arguing with somebody when they say you can't do this right. because they're so dug in. Mm-hmm. And the only thing you can say is I'm going to do it and then it's worse. Right. 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 There, right. There's right. no right. winning for anybody here, right? Right. But what she said, I thought was really powerful because what she said was her, her deleting me and, 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 and vetoing me will not change anything because he's going to want this with other people in the future. It's not. Amen. And he is, and and he's going to, he's still going to have that desire. So someone's going to satisfy him. Yeah. Somebody's going to satisfy that desire. If it's, let's say like, so anal sex, I love anal sex. Okay. Okay. Do you like anal sex? Um, I'm like 50, 50 on it. You're 50, 50 on it. So I really like it, but I got to be super turned on. Mm. I got to be in the mood. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. The world has to come into alignment. Absolutely. Right. Everything has to be perfect for me to do it. And then I really enjoy it. Okay. Then, okay. then in that case, then yeah, I did, yeah. Then I like it. Yeah. Then every, yeah, then I don't know who wouldn't like it, but I think, I feel like that's what this was. Like maybe mm, that was probably. this, you know, or, yeah, or like BDSM or BDSM totally um, possible. possible, right? I like, yeah. I don't want you to spank me, but I don't want you spanking anybody else. Right. <laughs> that's what a rule basically <laughs> says. So weird. You can't do this with me. You can't do it with anybody else. Mm. Okay. Well, it's kind of bullshit. It's kind of bullshit, right? Yeah. So what I was thinking about was also the idea of time. Like one of the things that people in poly mm. complain about publicly. But this is a poly thing, right? Though. Well, I think the veto thing or the or the ghosting thing. It's the same game. Oh, true story. That's right. Very Whether true. it's yeah, swingers, yeah. I think in open relationships because what people in poly don't want to talk about most of the time. I should be very clear. My experience with people in poly don't like to use this term and it's called couples privilege. Ah, okay. And couples privilege basically says we're a couple. We were a couple first. So we trump you and whatever you have with your, whatever unicorn or whoever you're playing with. Right, 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 right. So there's a lot of pushback in the poly community where they're saying, I want it to be equal, Mm -hmm. which is fucking bullshit. Poly poly people, I love you. I do. And you can be mad at me if you want. And I'm okay with that because I've been married 20 plus years. And so Amanda comes into Jason's life and they start hooking up. It can't be equal. We have 20 odd years. Yeah. Right. We have 20 years of raising a kid, of fights, of, of baggage, of shit. We have all of that. And you can't expect Amanda to walk into a relationship and be treated as an equal, especially not in the beginning. Right. Right. By the same token, it is not okay for me to veto you. Yes. Because I'm having a moment. Correct. Right. That's, that's not cool either. No, because your relationship with him is independent of your relationship with me. And my relationship with him is independent of my, of, of his relationship with you. Right. Absolutely. So and as I can have a triad relationship, like, yeah. Yeah. So, so you can't in the beginning. Right? right. So what she's saying here is that she, they've been doing it for nine months and now she said no. And I object to it. I, and I, I probably object to it for the same reason that I felt ashamed that I was a unicorn hunter as, you, as we heard in last week's show yeah, right? yeah. is the idea that I did that. Mm. Right. But when you think about sex there, like we women can get in our fucking head. Yeah, I think I'm more like a dude in that, but yeah. You but. know what? I've seen you have sex. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> okay. no, I can't get really lost in it. Like with Jason, you know, like, I mean, or plenty, oh, I've had another partner that I like just truly time and space, like just didn't exist when I was in the moment. So it's interesting because I think the people that can hold, like, that's one of the things that I used to get so fucking mad at my husband for, right? Mm. Is we'd go to a swinger party 
this guy can get lost in a sensation like mm-hmm. I've never seen. And he just loves to rub butts, right? Uh-huh. So he would go and he would be talking to a girl and he'd be rubbing her butt. Now he might sit there for 45 minutes and rub the same spot on her butt. And I'm like, dude, hilarious. <laughs> her skin is going to rub off. You might just, just, just give her a little, yeah, exactly. Give her a little chafing here, right? <laughs> But that idea of, of having sex, going with somebody, enjoying it, being filled with NRE and mm-hmm. not being home on time. You want to explain NRE? Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. NRE is new relationship energy. There it's when you're flooded with chemicals and you're fucking crazy. Amanda had it not long ago with that, Captain Cock. Yeah. For um, like two days. Okay. Yeah. But you were like all about Captain Cock, uh, right? You could, and, and that's the thing. It's okay. okay. Like there's no shame in that game. We've all been there. All. Right. But it's, it's like you just get flooded with all this. Ah, I like him so much and he's so cute and his cock was so big. And oh my God. And it's so exciting and it's and the and newness of it. And yeah. yeah, all that newness shit, right? Mm-hmm. So here you go. You and Jason, let's pretend you guys just met and you have all this hot chemistry. And then you guys go off and have sex and I'm mm-hmm. at home. And now I'm freaking out because mm-hmm. he said he'd be home at nine o'clock. Let's play this game. It's like 9.15 and you're like, where the nine fifteen? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because now it feels like you're cutting into my time. Right. 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 So how do people manage that? Like that's, that's the idea I want to play with here because it's so common. Like it's so true in the lifestyle too. Like I, I think I've told this story on the show before, but it's always good repeating. One of my experiences with somebody I adore to this day, I would love to jump on his cock. Let me just say this out mm-hmm. loud. Okay. I've been on it one time. Mm-hmm. for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. but I really wanted it for longer. Mm-hmm. And his wife thought we had it for longer. Oh, okay. We were at the trapeze. He's the only person I ever went to trap back room with by myself. Oh shit. Okay. Right. Okay. But his wife thought that we were gone for longer became the back room of the trap. If you listen to our newbie show about trapeze, you know that when you go in the back room of the trap after a certain time, you have to be naked. Right. So you have to wear a towel to go back in. I'm back there with him. We are getting ready to play. He forgot a condom. No. Oh. I'm like, are you serious? Hello. Like, like we had a great spot on the, you know, cause there's oh, all fuck. these beds. We, yeah. We had a great <laughs> spot. So I said, look, here's the deal. Cause people were starting to pile in. It was getting to that point of the night. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I was like, look, let me sit here. You go get a condom. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll hold our spot. Right. Okay. He's gone. And I'm waiting. Where, the fuck? Where did he go? And waiting and waiting, sitting naked in a towel in the back room of the trap. By bending, yourself. Fending off the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Cause now it looks like I'm just here to get laid. Right, right, right. 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 So. I was like, this is ridiculous. So finally I get up, I go back into the dressing rooms because you can't walk out in the, cause you know, I don't walk out in the trap in a towel. A lot of people do. It's I, just, do. <laughs> I, don't, I do. I don't. So, and I didn't back then either. So I went and I got my, I got into the locker. I got my clothes back on. I go out to look for him. Cause where's the fucking condom? Where like they have them right when you walk in. I don't understand. I'm aware. Okay. He's out chatting, talking to somebody. Oh Jesus. I was like, have you lost your mind? You He's like, oh shit. (laughs) So clearly we had all partied far too much that night. Okay. Okay. Cause it's easy to take that shit personally. You forgot that I was sitting back there naked waiting on your ass and Uh, you're in a conversation with a dude. Have you lost your, I know. Okay. So he comes. So finally we get the condom, we get back, we get naked again. We go back to the back of the room. Of course our spot's gone. Of course it fucking is. Because now there's a bazillion people in there. Mm. So we, we squeeze in between some people. We are just getting into it. It's like mm. the first five, seven minutes and I'm on my back and I open my eyes and I look up and there's this face. Like I'm telling you six inches from my face, looking straight at me. Who, what, who? And I open my eyes and I look up and I said, I think that's your wife. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. That is very I swear to God. I said, I think your wife is looking at us. And this is what I thought was interesting. He jumped off of me like he had done something wrong, which oh. he clearly had not. And I clearly had not because she came in the back room to find us. Okay. Right. She was already well aware of this. And here's what she said. We have to get home for the babysitter. Uh. I was like, are you kidding me? 
I just got, now I have to tell you, she's one of my dearest friends today. And she did not know that he had gone condom hunting until six months ago. This happened like back really? in 2012, right? She oh didn't my know. God. And so she's like, I thought you guys were fucking the whole time. Oh, no, no wonder you came over and told us that the baby's she's like, hello. <laughs> yeah. You've been gone an hour. Cause remember I said them, but yeah. So anyway, the point of all that is to say the idea that when your partner come, does not come back at the time that you want them to come back mm-hmm. when they haven't clicked back into you. Right. Yeah. So as a unicorn, like how do you mitigate some of that when the, when the couple's together? when you're playing with both of them, I mean, do you ever say to them, Hey, why don't you guys like, you know what you did? Cause actually you said that to Jay and I, you're like, I want to watch. Yeah, for sure. Like I, again, I am both an exhibitionist and a voyeur, but I, I, I truly enjoy seeing other people pl- being pleased. Like it, it makes me happy. Turns me on. It makes me happy. Live porn is great. Fucking fantastic. Fucking fan. It's, it's like one of my favorite things. I, I don't even play half the time when I go to trapeze. I just like to watch. Oh my God. So, yeah. but, but mitigating the time, um, I'm pretty good at reading people's energy, um, nonverbal cues and, um, actually words. So, but I communicate with them and I'll be like, Hey, go, go play with her or like ask him to come over here or touching and uh, talking, you know, so that that way they both feel like I'm giving them equal attention. And usually from my experience, uh, being the unicorn, they're so excited that I'm there that they pay a lot of attention to me until like last week's story when the wife is done, she's just done. But I read that and then I leave it alone. I don't know how to tell couples like that they need to split their time equally amongst all three of us when we're in that relationship. I don't know how you would say that. You just did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> couples everywhere. Because I think stereotypically and like a, the, everything has a variant, you guys. Okay. What I really don't appreciate doing is, is tempering my words. Mm. So when I say everybody, I say everybody. When I say women, I mean everybody. When I say men, I mean everybody because there's, there's a variant. So let's just establish that foundation going forward. Right. right? And that is that, you know, what you said about, you know, the, the couples, I think most of the time it's the men. Okay. Who are too eager with the, with the unicorn. For sure. Right. Cause they're so concerned with what their penis is going to get to do next. Yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> that they don't check in with their wives enough. Like Amen. The, yeah. The, they don't say, Hey, you know, you okay? you know, Jason used to say to me, are you okay? And I always felt like he was checking to see if something was wrong. Mm. Right. But if he had said to me something like, are you enjoying this? That would have had a different appeal for me. Oh yeah. I yeah. see what you did there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you having fun? Cause if I had said, no, I'm not having fun. He'd have stopped immediately. But am I okay? Means, is there something wrong? No, I'm fine. I'm always fine. Right. But. Okay. And it kind of, it's kind of annoying too. Like now like no, when, yeah. you're, when you're comparing the two words, yeah. Are you having fun? Are you enjoying this? It's so much nicer. Yeah. It's just a softer space to land. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we think about, couples and, and how they want to do this and, and whether or not you're poly and whether or not you have a lot of partners. One of the things poly people com- complain about is time management. Oh yeah. yeah how yeah. to divvy up their time. I think that a, that's a, that's a logistical thing, which is not my jam. Right. But I think about how do you manage your emotions when your partner's not there? Mm. Like I see people in the poly groups and they're talking about, she's doing her first overnight. Like a lot of times it's interesting as I say this now, and I, and I'm always for real quick to point out the women's jealousies in retrospect, most of the men are the ones who write in and say they're having a hard time because she's having her first overnight. Oh, hmm. hmm. The plot thickens, boys. And so my question is, have you ever played with a married couple separately? Yes. Okay, what was that like in terms of? Great. I mean, like I didn't have to worry about making sure that two people were okay. So it was easier to focus on my pleasure, his pleasure or her pleasure, you know? Right. Um, I don't, I wasn't trying to um, please everyone all at the same time. 
Right. And again, let's go in, let's be real about this. I always go in with my pleasure as the utmost importance. That, just, that's how you're supposed to just go Just to in. be fair. Yeah, that's how you're um, supposed to go in. But yeah, I mean, it was good. Um, it, w- it didn't happen often because most of them really enjoyed the three of us playing together. Uh, but I did have like, I don't know if you can call it like a hall pass um, where the wife like was comfortable, so comfortable with me that she's like, I don't care. Go fuck him. Well, whatever. It's no big deal now. So did, did he feel like, cause you said there were a lot of really great things there. Did he feel urgent? Did, did you sense he was urgent when you were guys were done? Like urgent to get out of there, to get home to. Uh, not necessarily, but, but, but maybe a little bit more. Uh, he did leave a little bit more uh, expeditiously than he usually did. Because she wasn't there. Right. So he's like, okay, that was fine. We hung out for a little while. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to go now. I'm like, yeah, bye. Go. <laughs> go. You're like, I'm done. I'm done too. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. So, get out of my house. Get out of my space. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. So I just think that that's one of the things that couples need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're, but you're right. In the lifestyle, it's really common. This is where poly and lifestyle really, really make a, make a they hard separate. left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because lifestyle goes left and then poly goes right or whatever. The other way, it doesn't matter. But with lifestylers, most of the time, the couples play together. Yes. Right? Usually. Yes. Usually. And I think that's absolutely grounded in, in insecurity. Mm. Only having been there. And I do think I do think there's some, like I used to say to Jason, it's once I got over the jealousy part, him playing alone to me was like stealing my joy. Because um, I loved to watch. I loved to be in that energy. Sure. Now, I encourage him to audio record it. Like, I don't have to see that <laughs> shit. Audio porn to me is the best porn it. on the ma- on the market. But there is um, because if I can hear that shit, yeah, it turns I can, it on. I can play out what they're doing a hundred different ways. Oh, one million percent. Talk about spank bank forever. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and I love me some good spank bank. Anyway, but when we're talking about the poly couples, their push is really to do it independently. Ah, I see the difference there. Yeah, yeah you're right. And yeah. so, and so, it's like you, you know, you go off on your own and you do this and you spend time and you date and you you do all of the things that dating and building relationships entail. Right. Right. Which includes falling in love. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people I fall in love every day. With everybody. <laughs> like I own my space of that. So what do you do when somebody's like flipping out? What does the person who's flipping out do? Like, like let's play with that game. Oh, I've, I've, so your couple that you talked about, you were with yes. him. Let's pretend for the sake of this discussion that you find out that she's at home flipping out. Now you are powerless to do anything to fix her. But my question is what advice could we give her to help her in that space? Uh, Ooh, uh, well she could, I mean, she could reach out to us. Are you trying to say like, she's not trying to communicate with us or she's screaming and yelling at him? No, 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 no. You guys are fucking Mm -hmm. like we're, we're looking at this as though we're the observer. Ah, okay. So we're sitting there watching television and we have split screens, Mm -hmm. right? And on one split screen, you guys are fucking and having a great time. Mm -hmm. Completely oblivious that she's at home tearing her hair out. Right. Right. So if we were, if we were the observers in that, how could we help her? find peace in that space. I think it's very communication. I can't say it fucking enough. Communication is of the utmost fucking importance. 100%. Talk to your partner. But she doesn't want to talk to him right now because he's fucking you. Had she have talked to him prior to him coming over to fuck me so that he knew what she She did. She did. And she gave him permission to go over. But now she's eaten Mm. alive. That's, that's where it really gets icky. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to that woman when you were on the unicorn story. That's what happened to her. Right. Yeah. She got eaten alive by her own thoughts. Mm -hmm. Right. So we talked about it and I love this language as, as we build more products on this is the mind fuck. The fuck fuck is easy. She's fucking her mind while you guys are having a great time. Yeah. Right. So how do you give her that piece? Like I have some suggestions on what I did, but 
I'm curious, like, what would you, what would you tell her? If, if you, if you found out that I was losing my shit, cause Jason's off fucking somebody else, what would you tell me to talk me off the ledge? You already agreed to this. You're having a good time. He's not doing anything wrong. There, he's still being respectful of the relationship. He was given permission. Maybe find something to do or mm-hmm. study a vibrator. I don't know. Paint your nails. Like you said earlier, like whatever. Self-care he's, is important during that time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like take that time. If he's don't, if he's, that's actually brilliant. If he's going to do him, go fucking do you go, go to the salon, go grab a cocktail with a girlfriend, like go get your nails done, go to the beach. I don't know. Go to the gym. I, I, I'll tell you the first time that, that Jay ever went on a date with someone, I had the most wonderful time. <laughs> he told me, he told me later, he said, I thought you were just keeping yourself busy. I said, no, I had a great time. I cleaned up the playroom. I did gave myself a facial. I did my hair. I had a wonderful time. Yeah. 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 Right? And he came home and he really, he actually, he actually started to fight with me that night because he was so nervous that I was going to be upset. So he's like, let me just throw something in the ring and start fighting. Oh, I was Jesus. like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I was fine. I was having a great time, fucker. Right. And so I think that's part of the things that couples have to pay attention to as well is the idea that she's probably not okay. So you come home and start a fight and make sure she isn't. Mm, don't do that. And this, don't, that's do, the, the, a terrible idea. Like, don't do that. But, but, it, but it's so common. Really? Oh my God. How many times have you started a fight about the, the sock on the floor when you were really upset about a million other things? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's the same the thing. The fucking dish won't make it to the sink. Like, yeah. Mm. Right. So if your partner's out playing by themselves and I encourage, by the way, I encourage lifestylers to do this because you really fucking learn a lot about yourself when you let your partner have all the freedom of being single and all the security of being married. One billion percent. That sounds nice. Yeah. It, it really is nice. Like, you know, my partner right now is off on a project mm-hmm. and I know there's girls that he's played with there. I'm like, go have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Yeah. But in another place and world, fuck, I'd lost my shit. Right. Mm. So I think the first thing people have to do in that space is really have some good self care. Mm-hmm. But this was the one thing I have to tell you that changed everything for me. What? Okay. The day that the first time he ever played alone, he played mm-hmm. alone with somebody I knew, somebody I trusted. Okay. And I was going shopping with a girlfriend that day. I'd already had it planned. Okay. And then another girlfriend came over that knew both of us and asked me, can I stay behind and fuck Jason? Oh, okay. And I went, um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's what it felt like. It was really the first time he'd played alone. And then I went to the shop, went to the market. And a couple of times I got a little kooky in my head. I started to get that familiar anxiety and fear and just that icky feeling of ick. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about this, and this is the tool I give you today. Write this fucking shit down. It was a game changer for me. Okay. Okay. How have you felt in that situation before? Like, think about it. I've already seen Jason and this woman play before. Okay. So I know what they look like when they're having sex. Sure. Okay. I also know, like, these are the, just the data points, right? Forget the emotions for a second. These are Mm -hmm. the data points. Data points are, I've seen them have sex before. That's data point one. Data point two, he's going to tell me about it. Because mm. that's our agreement. I love as a voyeur. I love, I love all that shit. Data point three. He may be, may, he may have audio recorded it. Okay. Okay. But data point four, how did I feel when I saw them have sex the last time? That's actually a really good idea. Right. How did I feel? I felt aroused. Yes. Right. So what do I know I can do? I know that I can feel aroused when I see him have sex. Mm. So in those moments when my brain wanted to go down crazy town, mm-hmm. I sat and I remembered what it was like watching them before. That's actually a great idea. It was such, it was such a game changer for me. Yeah, for real. I can totally see how it would be. Yeah, because I chose to feel better by feeling something I knew how to do anyway. Mm, That's good stuff. Right now, if you've never been in that situation, you've never seen your partner have sex and you've never done this and blah, 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 blah. When have you felt turned on? Right. Like I find that the best combating mechanism we have for fear is arousal. Okay. Like people say it's love and I get it. Like 
I love as well, but if I can feel turned on, I mm. tingle in lots of different places. Okay. Right? Sure. And so who doesn't like to feel passion? Absolutely. Put you in a better headspace for sure. Fucking A, it puts you in a better headspace. So as, as we create the next boundary agreements and rules class, right? And we, and we put them together, the next destination life workshops. I just want to think about how we can create environments for people where they get to do it all. Okay. I'm down. Right? I'm in. Right. I'm a unicorn. I'm a unicorn. Uh, magnet. Magnet. I was going to say herder. I swear to God. I was going to say shepherd and oh herder. God. All of those things came to mind. I'm trying so to find my own title. Yeah. Uh, I'm a unicorn. Cause it's unicorn magnet is way more attractive than picturing me in like a little bit of staff. No staff. <laughs> come here little lambs. No, no. Right. Come to the slaughter. I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you to couples because that's what happened. I have couples now that have come to destination life. People who want to be swingers and they want to live their fantasy. And they're sending me messages going, where can we find a girl? Mm. Right. Because I'm a unicorn pimp. magnet. Well, yeah, I'm a unicorn magnet, but I'm not, a, but I'm not a madam. No. And you guys aren't prostitutes. No. But, but even with that knowledge, right. Mm -hmm. The knowledge that you are not a prostitute and I am not a madam. If I have a destination life group here and I, there's no problem in introducing them to my unicorns. If my I'm unicorns so like them. I'm down. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's like, are you I'm setting me? in. If I like them, then great. Like I said, what, I, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not fucking it. Oh my God. I so, so love that phrase. Like, <laughs> yes. If I'm not feeling it, I am not fucking it. All right, my loves. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did, because I have to tell you the conversation with Amanda and I went on for another 30 minutes or so. If you want to hear it, though, you want to head over to twowildorchids.com and get in the club because that is where the longer shows are and that's also where the videos are and the meetings are. So if you are not a member of the club, get in there. In the meantime, June 5th, 1230 Eastern Time, you and me. $27 will get you into my masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to battle jealousy in a way that doesn't kill you, how to stop being the person at a party that is freaking out how to stop feeling like you're the buzzkill for your partner and you're the, always the one saying no and you're always the one upset. Stop feeling like that. Trust me, I've been there. That's how I can tell you I can get you out of it. Sex and fun is what I'm here for and you can't have sexy fun if you're freaking out inside. So June 5th at 1230, head over to twowildorchids.com to get your tickets. We'll be in the classroom maybe an hour and a half. Until next week, I'm going to do me, you do you, and together, jealous and all, we're going to do a fabulous freaking us.